Welcome to Living Wisely, Living Well, Timeless Wisdom to Enrich Every Day with Asha Nayaswamy, one of the spiritual directors of Ananda Palo Alto and a founding member of Ananda Worldwide. If you enjoy this content and are inspired by the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda and his disciple Swami Kriyananda, find Asha on YouTube, Facebook, all podcast directories, and her website, ashajoy.org. Living Wisely, Living Well, January 30th. In communicating with others, don't speak only from your intellect. Speak from your heart. Many problems would be resolved if people would learn the right balance between head and heart. The need to balance these two is the psychological reason for the attraction between the sexes. Oh my, there's a whole lot in there that's extremely interesting. Nowadays, it gets very dicey when you try to talk about anything that has to do with gender identity. Um, men, women, male, female, masculine, feminine, just everything gets <clears throat> very complicated in ways that it's a bit of a minefield, and so I always like to be a little bit careful. But we have to understand that everything that's manifested in the material world is there because um, as above, so below. That that even the fact that there are are two uh, that there is male and female existent in the world that there's a physical body that looks male and there's a physical body that looks female is because <laughs> there are two principles in creation which is a masculine and a feminine and those are words that are completely outside of gender identification or physical manifestation there are just two principles in the universe which is masculine and feminine and whatever gender your body happens to be, or however you identify as gender, you will be some combination of these two balancing forces. Think about everything in creation, sunset, sunrise, life, death, youth, old age, you know, um, ripe, unripe. It's just day and night. Everything is dual in the universe because that's the nature of the universe. Um, there is the one, unmoving power of spirit, the, the, the spirit vibrates. This is the meaning of, in the beginning was the word. There was the vibrate, vibratory sound of Om. But everything is anchored in the one, and it moves away from the one, but it cannot escape the one. So it moves in one direction and is pulled back, and the momentum then causes it to move exactly the same distance in the opposite direction. It's a pendulum. And then it gradually slows down, to stillness. This is what self-realization is. We move out of the duality of this world. Happiness, suffering, you know, fulfillment, disappointment, um, love, hate. We, we gradually, the pendulum slows down and we recognize that everything is a manifestation of the same Satchitananda. We've just been pulled back and forth in this reality. So one of the fundamental dualities that we're working with, which manifest as male-female, but is the, the masculine-feminine energy. So I've found that the best way for people to think about this nowadays, so we don't get confused in thinking about gender politics or anything like that, is the um, uh, ancient Taoist symbol of yin and yang. And yin and yang, and most people are probably familiar with this, it's a perfect circle. And it's divided into completely equal halves, 
and it's sort of a, 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 a paisley. It's a, it's a curving. It's not divided with a straight line. It's divide, divided with this curve that comes to a point. It has a very nice rounded edge. And so it's the two halves of the yin-yang cradle together. And that, you know, even the cradling, it, it, looks, it looks like an embrace. It doesn't look like a standoff. It looks like an, an embrace. And that the two halves of the circle are completely equal. One is usually uh, colored dark and one is usually colored light to distinguish them one from another. But you can't say who is on top, who is on bottom, who is superior, who is not superior. It's that in order to make the perfect circle, both elements are required. And, and that is the best way to think about heart and mind, masculine and feminine, um, you know, initiating and receptive, just all the different ways that we can talk about these two forces, we see that they're always required for success in everything we do. There has to be the, what, it, what we think of as masculine, which is, in this sense, which is the strong initiating force, and there then also has to be a, a, a vehicle to receive that force, because otherwise the initiating force just dissipates. But then there is receptivity that receives that force and integrates it and refines it and makes something of that force. And within ourselves, within every individual consciousness, whatever body it incarnates in and however it identifies or defines that body, what all of us are trying to come to is the perfect yin-yang balance. Because we, we don't, don't want to be only half we want to be whole within ourselves. And everybody, regardless of which body they're in or how they identify with that body, has a certain orientation. And generally speaking, those who incarnate in female bodies, generally speaking, are more on the uh, yin side of it, which is the more receptive, um, the more feeling-oriented, and those who incarnate on the yang side of it, and again, it really doesn't matter what body you're in, but on the yang side of it, you're more thought-oriented and you're more outward-moving in your energy and less receptive. But all of us are out of balance until we make the perfect yin-yang whole. And so there is a natural attraction, and this is what Swami's talking about, this natural need to balance heart and mind is why masculine and feminine are attracted to each other because feminine tends to represent the heart aspect and masculine represents the intellect, the mind aspect, and each, each longs for the completion that the other is going to provide. And ideally, in, in, in human relationships that operate on an ideal basis, then, then each, whoever has the predominant yin or yang, helps the other to become stronger in that area. Now, what happens too often instead is that people just butt heads. You should be more like me. No, you should be more like me. No, you should be more like me. In a period of time in my life when I was doing a lot of couples counseling, there just seemed to be a, a spate of people arriving who... Uh, it was women mostly, and women were telling me that their husbands were just absolutely perfect, absolutely perfect. There was just a little bit they needed to have changed, and that little bit was what would shift them from being men into being women. It was because, you know, yin and yang are very, very closely aligned. We're very much the same. But instead of 
appreciating, respecting, and trying to expand into the other's reality, there is an inclination to want you to do it right, which is the way that I do it. Um, but we, we know that we're incomplete, and that's why we're always, that's why we're always seeking it. So if we can learn to respect and see the benefits of both, then we gradually come into a wholeness. What I've observed in uh, people trying to make a life together, and you know, it's it's not hard to love someone. To make a life with someone else is a very different. It's a very different thing, and and appreciating the difference helps bring more success. This is where arranged. Uh, marriages, arranged relationships. I'm not necessarily in favor of it because it depends on how wise the people arranging it are and how truly impersonal they are in their expectations, how how effective the the horoscope reading or whatever it is. There's a lot of factors involved. But the principle is not a bad one because assuming that the parents of whoever is now of marriageable age have successfully made a life together, they understand that what what will allow you to make a life together is is a little bit more than just what will allow you to love each other. It's, it's it's complicated, and this is the calm wisdom that comes from decades, which is not present when you're younger. And I actually have a conscious fear, which I try not to give into, that whatever I think of as wisdom is just the fact that I'm old. And that I'm not really wise, I'm just old. And therefore, when I reincarnate, which I I believe that I will, I'm not going to be able to finish in this lifetime, I know some people will tell me I shouldn't say that, but that's how I feel, that I'll be just stupid as I was when I was 20 before. So we'll see. I hope it's not true, but we'll see. But time does give you a certain perspective on what's actually needed. But what I've come to see is to make a life together. A life is a, a, a successful life. By successful, I mean where one can accomplish, you know, at least some of what one feels one is here to do, that one can live in harmony, that one can create a, a, a harmonious home in which not only the, those who dwell there, I mean, first of all, those who dwell there, but those who are invited into it, will also feel nurtured and be strengthened, not merely sympathized with in their weaknesses, but actually nurtured and strengthened. And to make that work, you need a yin-yang balance. And it's it's very interesting if, if one looks even, just looks at one's own life, you don't have to have a partner to be doing this, because ultimately, you see, what happens is we become perfectly balanced in heart and mind. Each one of us, and the reason we're drawn to that which looks like the balancing energy is so that we can take it into ourselves. Not so that, oh goody, I don't have to do that anymore. I'll just lean on you and you'll take care of it. It's that we will actually absorb those vibrations and then both or all, I mean, a family, a partnership, whatever it is, everybody moves closer and closer into the center until everybody stands in a perfect yin-yang balance and we have complete access to whatever it is that we need. Because in certain circumstances, you need to be very yang. That's what it's required. And in other circumstances, yang is a really bad idea. We need to be really in. We need to be really accepting. And if you look at successful partnerships, successful families, successful individuals, what you will see is that those energies are in balance. 
And sometimes people can be successful in the world, but they're not successful as human beings because they have become entirely one or the other. And so they're always a little crippled in terms of their capacity to have access to everything that they can possibly be. And so this is when Swami talks about it. This is one way to practice in communing with other, communicating with others. Don't just think intellectually. Think also, how can I connect? Because if you can connect from the heart, the mind will be inspired to say the right thing. And if you're just thinking about the mind, sometimes we just say the, the dopiest things and really hurt people's feelings because all we're thinking about, these are good words to say. And there's not that heart feeling that observes how incredibly vulnerable this person is. When my mother was diagnosed with Parkinson's, which happened when she was, you know, I guess, let me think what it would have been. She died, in her, probably she was close to 70. So it wasn't, she wasn't that young, but she was young, and it was a horrible diagnosis. You just, it's, it's a bad disease, and there's no, there's no, there's no curing it. And I remember um, the whole family went to this uh, neurologist, and his bedside manner was appalling, is the only word I can use. And he was just there, the whole family was sitting there, well, it's my sister and I, my brother wasn't there, my sister and I, my father and my mother, to talk about my mother's diagnosis, it was clear that we were all shattered and that she was terrified. And we were just, there was so much that was so obvious. If a person had had a molecule of yin, they would have been able to tell that what we needed was, you know, we needed something other than, well, this is what you're going to expect. This is what's going to happen. This is what it looks like. I mean, I just wanted to choke that doctor. Now, he was a perfectly fine doctor. He, he provided good care but he was so yang. And it was so obvious that that was not what was needed. So we need to train ourselves, and I'm not singling out doctors or that doctor, but it was just a moment. It was a moment wherein I thought, wow, if you were a more balanced person, you could be more helpful right now. So that's what Swami is suggesting to us. At all times, let's try to think about how to be a balanced person, because the more balanced we are, really simply one, I'll start with that, the happier we'll be. And the second, the more helpful we'll be. So Swami says, in communicating with others, don't speak only from your intellect, speak from your heart. Many problems would be resolved if people would learn the right balance between head and heart. The need to balance these two is the psychological reason for the attraction between the sexes. God bless you, my friend. Our work is made possible by inspired listeners. So if you feel to support Asha, you can make a one-time donation or for unique members-only content, subscribe through Patreon. Blessings and thank you.